Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz. What's up, everybody? This is Sam. And once again, it's the star of the show, Christopher Jordan Bigo. And we are the roommates, and this is the Conduit Podcast Network. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. What's good, fellas? Oh, wait, hold on. Khalil, are you serious? <laughs> You're supposed to come in. Wait, did that... That go too fast? You always do this. Homies. Okay, we're going to run that back. We're going to run that back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Say something this time, Clue. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Suffies. What's up, everybody? This is Sam. You know who it is, Dagum. And it's your boy, Khalil. Who? <laughs> yeah, Khalil, who? And we are the roommates on the Kind of a Podcast Network. My bad, Khalil. I didn't I didn't mean to do you like that. I didn't mean to do you like that. Tired. Khalil, He's we here. haven't He's seen you. Nice. What's, it's been like, what, two, three weeks? Hey, it's not been that long. Khalil's about to lose his roommate status. Oh. He barely lives here. I live here. What, wait, where, where do you stay, Khalil? Tell the world. Cause you, you haven't been sleeping here. Ooh. I don't know where you at. That's cool. That's cool. You trying to call me out right now? Yeah. That's <laughs> what it's not about me. Let's let's move on. Okay. okay. I hope she's worth it. We, we're, we're moving on to. Uh, <laughs> so how you guys week? How has you guys week been? How's that week been going for you guys? I'll go first. Yes, okay. I pointed. Sam got a piece is, of paper. I had an out. excellent week, uh, mm. but. A few people kind of try to bring me down. They try right. to they try to make it rain <clears> on me. They try to ruin my weekend. Okay, make me feel unpleasant. Mm. Ever since last week's podcast, whenever I said I will not pay for a first date, oh, he's still standing strong on that. I still stand strong. I be getting so much hate, and you're still wrong. So welcome much to my, hate. Welcome still to my much world. Hate. People welcome be calling out my manhood. Amen. Oh, people be calling out my character. Amen. Oh, wow. Dang, they just, like just pay. Life I, it's simple. Just pay. I'm, I'm just nobody. Just pay. I, yeah, I agree. They're I going to go that too story. far. Just pay. Nah. Okay, then. Where's so, your manhood at? I think people need to chill on that. Or pay. Or but anyways, pay. anyways, I was going to say there was one person by the name of Whitney who sent us an email. Whitney Houston. Yeah, Whitney. I don't know why they say the last name, but yeah, Whitney. <laughs> they don't know that's her last name. I she told me. Whitney Houston. She gave me some pretty good feedback. Amen. She didn't change my mind, but she said something very, very, uh, very enlightening. She says that, anyways, I'll tell her what I received. I should pay for a woman every single time if it'll make her feel loved, cared for, and valuable. I think I said that. Did I say that? No. I'm pretty sure I said that. Yeah, but. Okay. I also said something back as a rebuttal, but that was deep. That was deep by Whitney. So thank you for writing us that email. You, you got me to think about a little something that I kind of glossed. So, on. but your mind hasn't changed. Hey, hey, Whitney. No. Hey, Whitney. This is our fees. I want to know if being what you said, paying for, makes you feel more loved. Then what about the guy? I that's the question I have for you. Then what about the guy? It's called chivalry. No, it's called being a gentleman. Oh, so you don't want to take advantage of it. I probably can't spell it, but that's not the point right now. What happened to equality? Cause you don't believe in equality? Uh, uh no, oh. I don't. Not when it comes anyways, to being a gentleman. Anyways, hey. that topic's dead. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna retire. Are we retiring dead. that? No, uh, we're not. No, because no, 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 y'all, I'm no, not about to let y'all go into the world being wrong. Michael Jordan retired. Michael Jordan first retired. And you ain't gonna pay for the first date. All right, we're not. We're not going back. We're not going back here. We're not going back here. Oh yeah, Clue, what do you believe by the way? Being a gentleman. 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 Yeah, charge Sam up. Hey, Amen. Um, how do you feel about? You want to talk about that? No, screw nah, it. I'm fine. I'm fine. Screw I had a great week. So, despite gonna, them. Oh, in spite. Chris, what about you? How was your week? Yeah, I had a good week because I was right. Everybody kept backing me up. Just like, oh my God, Chris, you're so smart. I said, thank you. I know. Shout out my mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're right, you're right. Hey. And when you're wrong, you're wrong, Sam. That's technically how true. So, I also want to shout out my mom because my mom. Actually, she's not talking to me right now. She, um, I, what? Yeah, she's not talking. I called her on the phone, and she said, who is this? <laughs> she pulled one of my moves. <laughs> wow. I uh, hope she's not listening to this podcast. She'd be pissed if I said this. But I forgot a birthday. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I forgot. And then... <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, because you don't pay for first date. And then... <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom. Those are one point. Those are correlated. Anyway, so I forgot my mom's birthday, and then I thought it was a good idea to maybe let it die out a little bit before I called her. 
Why? I know. Sometimes I act and then think. <laughs> so I finally called her. She said, I'm not ready to talk to you yet. So it's been like four days. And hopefully within probably mid-March, I'll hear from her. Shout out to mom. Mid-March? I, mid-March. I love you. You kind of slid that in. I love you, mom. Um, I know. I feel like after like 37, you should stop celebrating your birthday. That's just me. I feel like it's just like it's redundant. Are you going to tell your mom that though? I, I told her that. <laughs> I please his mom. Please forgive him. Hey, I'm celebrating my 50th. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, yeah, I guess. Whatever. So, mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, let's go ahead and jump right into Culture Matters. And you guys know what we're going to talk about. Donald J. Trump. The white man strikes again. Dun, dun, dun. So unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about Trump's recent immigration policy or policies. Many Americans and people around the world have been in a huge, ginormous uproar about these issues. And in case you don't know what these policies are about, you can look it up. I would advise you to go on BBC or Wall Street Journal because they are the two most credulous sources. But if you want to go to CNN, garbage, <coughs> you can go to the, you can listen to them too. So, President Trump has placed a temporal ban on new immigration to the United States from seven select countries, as well as re-entry of visa holders who are overseas. So, I want us to spend time talking about this issue and why is it relevant. Because in case you guys didn't know, Sam is from Sudan and his family is from Sudan. And that was, if I'm not mistaken, on the list of banned countries, Sam. Yes, it was. So this issue is very, very close to his heart as well as our own. Um, So I want to spend some time talking about it. And as we've always shared with you guys, we are not political experts. So we're not, this isn't CNN, this isn't Fox News, this isn't NBC, this isn't even BuzzFeed. So I'm 10 times better than anybody on BuzzFeed. But that's neither here nor there. So let's go ahead and talk about it. What are you guys' thoughts on these immigration policies just from some random guys? What do you guys think about it? Sam, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I think first I just want to talk about, man, From I want to share my emotions about it, but hopefully that will let everybody know just how big and how serious this really is. I mean, people are out there protesting and things like that, but that, uh, that immigration ban, that order that President Trump signed a few days ago, that impacts a whole lot of people. Um, the way I feel about immigration is the way that most black Americans over here feel about feel about civil rights. Like, it's everything to me. It's everything to me. This was one of my biggest, my biggest, uh, my biggest decision points whenever I was thinking about who I was voting for president and things like this. And whenever I saw what was signed, was signed, it broke my heart. It broke my heart to know that so many people in my position, all the refugees trying to make it over here are being blocked just because of where they're from or their religion or their nationality. That truly hurt my soul. And I have family members who are going to be affected by things like this. And man, what made America great is immigration. Mm. You feel me? Like we're, none of us are Native Americans. Yeah. And whenever we get to a point where prejudice like this is okay, it's a horrible thing, so those are my, my, my initial my initial feelings, my initial thoughts. Khalil? Uh personally, um, with my back just a little brief on my background. I grew up with Sam in the LE together, so I spent a lot of time at his house and I know a lot of his family, so it definitely touched me deeply as well. And, you know, uh I was born in America and I don't necessarily know if I have any family overseas or anything like that, but like, like, just to piggyback off what Sam said, you know, this this country was founded on immigration, and for us to, you know, put a blockade on people and not letting them in when they're out there dying, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, land of the free and home of the brave, and we can't even uphold the things we believe in. Christopher? Man, my initial thought was like, man, this really just happened. Like, he's starting off with just, just like, I was afraid of just coming out the gate, just not caring about people's feelings and things like that. But what I want to do is really just share um, a post that I read. And this is how somebody felt who is an immigrant, who has family uh, from one of the countries that was uh, banned. 
And this is what she said. I'm not here to shame people on different political parties. I want to make it clear that when you write or share hateful things about refugees and immigrants, I take it to heart. I'm an immigrant. I was raised by immigrants. My family and friends are immigrants. We're people too. People that came to U.S. seeking a better life. And then she said, it just saddens me that some of our neighbors, former classmates, family friends, and some people in our own church family could say hurtful things about immigrants and celebrate, celebrate these bans as if we are not spent the last 19 years fighting to ease these stereotypes. I'm so hurt. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and have to play Republicans devil advocate right now so what how would you how, as you guys know there's been people on the show who you know in favor of Trump and in favor of some of his policies and for a lot of Americans they view Islamic extremists and terrorist groups as a huge threat to America um, me personally I don't just give you some background on myself my name is Hafiz. It's an Arabic name. It means one who memorizes the Quran. Um, every single man with my last name, Balku, is Muslim. So I, I'm not talking about this issue as someone who's biased to it. But I don't know a lot of Republicans and people who do side with Trump do view like Islamic terrorism as a huge threat to America. And they're saying that they're banning these countries that they view as a serious threat to America. Um, potential America, um, potential American security. And so the biggest thing is prevention is always better than a cure. So instead of saying, let's just wait until something happens before we start the ban, to, before we create a ban, why don't we just find out what's going on? So how would you guys respond to them? Because the ban is temporal, like I believe 120 days. So they're yeah. saying, we're just stopping it because these people are a threat. We don't want something bad to happen and we want to get a finger on the pulse of what's going on in that area before we can allow them in. So how, how do you guys, how would you even respond to that? Yeah, I think, I think screening people and just, man, a real thorough, a real thorough investigation of all immigrants and refugees is something you need to do. Yeah. Because you need to make sure someone can come over here with good intentions or go anywhere with good intentions and really improve the society they're in. You know, good intentions are a great thing. So, but, uh, pause. I'm sorry to cut you off. So, what if they're saying that the 120-day temporal ban is to allow them to create, create a plan to be able to better screen them? Because you're saying you have to be able to screen them better, right? Yeah. So, they're saying right now we can't screen these immigrants very well. So, we're going to take 120 days, come up with a plan, and then implement it. How would you, how would you respond to that? So they're saying the 120 days is just... Yeah, it's, so they yeah that's, that's what Trump said. He said, we have no idea what's going on. We have no plan. We have no structure. So let's take 120 days to just figure out what's going on and see what's, yeah. see what's going to happen. Well, I don't think that requires a stop in the whole process. Yeah. That's definitely what I think. And I don't think it should, it should uh, separate these certain countries. Uh, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Yemen, Syria, Sudan, and Somalia. Yeah. I don't think it should just distinguish those companies because to be honest from what i've read yeah not one person in america has died or has been a victim of a terrorist attack since september 11th from any one of these countries they're not even they're not even the problem so i don't think the process should be stopped they should keep going through it it's already so thorough as it is right now it takes up to two years getting a green card is a nightmare for anyone who's gone through that process citizenship is even tougher to get like it is i think I think that reason is a lie personally mm. because I've seen kind of what people already have to go through. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think there's another motive. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. I think there's another motive. That's good. Clear were you trying to pull something up? Uh, well, Sam and I already touched on it, but uh, like, if you just look back for, we haven't had that many testing, you know, you as living as a United States citizen, we're really grateful to not have to experience, you know, wars on our soil. We haven't had a real war since the Civil War. You know, we don't have to live in a country where, you know, there's bullet, you know, bullet fragments on the ground everywhere, you know, tanks just laying around. And, you know, we don't have to deal with that. And so, like Sam said, these tests are already extensive enough. Yeah. So I don't think it's even possible to say that you need 120 days to make it more extensive because it's already there. Yeah. Especially after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. And... Man, I I left some of my notes at 
work and I was doing some research and I, I do want people to Carfax me on this one but since 9-11 I believe there's been only 25 um, terror related attacks on you on US soil or to United States citizens since 9-11 only 25 and if you look at homegrown terrorism i.e. you know the the Dark Knight shooting that happened, I remember that happened way <laughs> back then, and yeah. then all these other issues. There's so much more incidents of that, the Sandy Hook shooting. And so I think for a lot of people, because I understand their sentiments about, oh, there could be a threat, but you have to see, let's focus in on what is the real threat. You know, what is the real threat? And I feel like a lot of people on the other side that I've talked to, they, they don't really understand. And I, I guess they don't understand, one, like Sam pointed out, how extensive the green card process is because it took one of my relatives 18 years to get a green card. 18 years, and that's the application process just come to America. And so, that's just a permanent resident card. That just says you can stay. Yeah. It doesn't give you any rights of a citizen. Yeah. 18 years. And so, one, people got to understand that the process is really strenuous, and also what they have to understand is that the major villain in America is an ISIS. Definitely it, it is an ISIS. Yeah. Um, some, of pe some people can argue that, and I think they should have the freedom to, yeah. but that's really not something that's really prevalent that we need to focus our energy in as Americans. We have so many more issues in, in front of us. Definitely. Um, so, yeah. So, Chris, were you trying to say something? Man, my whole, my whole thing is, how are you going to fix something in 120 days? Yeah. <laughs> Get that bull crap out of here. That's what it is. Bull. Man, and then um, from CNN, it says Trump uh, approval rating uh, is last behind all past presidents in the first two weeks. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. He was 44%. The, the first black president was 51%. Okay. He was oh. the only one that was negative. We need, to some, we need to play some YG during the break. Mm. Dad, talking about that FDT. Mm. <laughs> so... We're going to go ahead and wrap up that segment. Like I said, we're, we're, we're really not trying to be CNN. We're really not trying to inform you. If you're trying to be informed, um, I don't think we're, this, that was the point of the segment. We're really trying to just present our opinions, let share, Sam share, let me share, let Chris, Khalil share. I would advise everybody to continue to look up this information. Um, I advise everybody to continue to research it for yourself and also email us. I want to hear from you guys. Is please, the room, please email the roomy podcast at gmail.com. Please hit us up. We love hearing back. We want to hear some of your stories, some of your opinions. So we can go ahead and take a quick break. And then on a lighter note, we're going to bring in our special guest for the day and we're going to enter into our main topic. So we are the roommates and this is the kind of a podcast network. Okay, we are back. We are back. Welcome back, people. So, we're about to go ahead and jump into that main topic. I know you guys are waiting for it. But before we do so, we have a very, very, very special guest in for this week's main topic. He goes by the name of Young Obi. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, Obi, tell, you, tell a little bit of something about yourself to the people. All right, so um, I, go, I went to the University of Houston, graduated with a degree in kinesiology uh, on my way to my nursing, trying to do that right now. Uh, I pledged in fall 14, ADMU, shout out to the Malfas. Um, I used to, my freshman year of college, I came in way in 250, and by the end of my college career, I came in. He was that man. That's all he got to say. <laughs> way in 185, so you know, you know college experience changes you. That's all I can really say. Did you have to say that? Because <laughs> yeah, I know. He was that. There's no one's really good, you know what I'm saying? Someone do that man, though. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> 250 minus 180. That's 65 I'm just saying, if you, just, just imagine, just, he dating a girl. That's the first thing. What? Wait, he's trying to give him a visual. Tell me about yourself. I work out like this. He's trying to give a visual. What kind of math are you doing? You know. 250 minus 185? Here we go. I thought he said 180. That's my mistake. Yeah, exactly. You know? Let's get into this topic, though, because, you know. Oh, I didn't know you were the moderator. Are we ready for it? Ready for it. So, let's go ahead and jump into that main topic. So, for our main topic today, we're going to be hopping into some African-American issues. As you all know, this is Black History Month. Shout out to all the black people everywhere around the world. What's up? 
Um, and we're going to start off this month right. So, so for most Americans, especially white Americans, they look at black people as one united group of people, all sharing the same characteristics, personality traits, likes and dislikes. Basically, black people are just monogamous. Um, not monogamous. What's that word we're looking for? Uh, Let's move on. Homogenous, homogenous, We definitely not. Never mind. That's another, another, <laughs> that, that's another topic. Um, but in reality, we're not just homogenous. We are dynamic, and we are unique, and we are different. But at times, our differences divide us. So, especially in regards to being African American and being, for what? Um, sorry. From Africa. Being from Africa. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so before we jump into the discussion, talking about understanding a lot of this tension that black Americans have with one another, I want to spend some time talking about this tension between African-Americans and which I define African-American as somebody who has the ancestry was traced back to slavery. So you don't know exactly where in Africa you're from. You just know you're from there some way, somehow. And then Africans can either be first generation, meaning that you just moved here from Africa, or second generation, your parents um, moved here from Africa and you were born in America. So we're talking about that. Why do you guys think this tension happens between African-Americans and Africans in this country? Obi, since you're the guest, we can go ahead and let you get it, get this mic first. So, you know, I feel like there's this tension because, you know, us Africans, you know, by the way, shout out to, you know, all my Ebos out there, Ebo Kwenu, you know, but I just feel like there's a lot of tensions because, you know, Africans hold hold themselves to, you know, a pretty high standard. And, you know, we, we feel, I guess, you know, anybody that's not African feels that, like, we kind of shun them for not being an African or something like that. And in some way, that just builds the tension of which, I mean, I really don't feel like that's a reason for tension. But, I mean, it happens sometimes. Okay. Khalil, I see you shaking your head. What's up? You know what? I'm just going to kick it off. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I can't help it. I can't help it. So, <laughs> have you never said Africans better than black people? Have I ever said that? Uh, see, boy, better come correct on this show. <laughs> uh, I have said it for sure. Okay. I mean, there's, there's why? No that I just want to know why. I mean, because like I said, we hold ourselves to a high standard, you know, and that's, that's true. Nothing you, wrong you, with that. If you look at the outlook of you know Africans and you know the outlook of Black people, you know, mm. there's there's definitely a, 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 gritty a, now. A, a different a different side of views, you know. what I'm saying there's more light shining on one side than there is. The Did he just say the more of the light? Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Africans, you know, are looking to grind more than just your normal black American. As simple as that. I ain't gonna lie to you. From context clues to, to me, that means you're saying black people are lazy. Next, move <laughs> on. I, <through. laughs> 
I mean, and then from there, that's pretty much all you got. I mean, that's all you need really to live. I mean, I just say that, you know, Africans come out more successful at the end of the day is all I'm saying. Mm. Wait, hold up. Here we go. Even though you said it's proven that Nigerians are smart, the smartest or whatever in the U.S. right? Most educated. Most educated, right? Does that mean that they're more successful? Does that necessarily mean that they're more successful? Well, I mean, we had a conversation a few weeks ago about the value of college, and usually... And education, a lot of the times, can guarantee you a better quality of life because you make more money. Wait, weren't you against that topic? I'm t- that, no, that was a fact both of us agreed on. That was a fact both of us agreed on. It's a great investment because it can increase the amount of money that you make. And if Nigerians are the most educated, then, I mean, then the money they make should reflect that. Okay. I mean, even if you think about it, Obi, most Nigerians, whenever they come to school, they're usually very direct on what they exactly. want to do. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. how many of them come up there saying, you know what, I'm doing pre-farm. When our guys were here is actually in farm school, right? Man, How many that ain't the point. Say, I, I'm not I'm going down that road. Hey, we're just trying to. We I get it. We it. get it. I okay. ain't the point, Dad Gummit. So, point? oh, I got a question. What's up? Have you ever thought why black people are deemed doesn't put themselves in a high standard, not as smart, and also lazy? Have you thought why? I mean, I can pretty much sum that up in like one thing. Like, I just feel like. We come over, you know, trying to be successful, you know, that and all that stuff. I just feel like, you know, black people just don't clasp onto that feeling. Like, why? Why? okay, that's okay. I heard it. But why? Why do you think we're that way? Why do you? No, think- he just said it. He just said it. He just no, answered no, no, the question. No, no. No, no, wasn't, that wasn't a real answer to me. I'm sorry. So my my thing is this, and we've talked about this before. So don't ask me how some questions, cause he don't want that. No, I'm trying to get in here. Oh, let him talk. Let him talk. So I, I, what, I'm, what I'm really trying to understand is, mm-hmm. do, why do you think that black people have a mentality, mentality to being put down and being abused of not feeling like they can succeed in this world? Why do you think that is? I mean, could it possibly because you probably sold us out? You probably one of them people put mm-hmm. us on that boat. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't feel like that's at all. I know, I know, you know, my people was the people that was just, you know, doing their own thing. I, I don't think we are. My family has a, you know, a line of sellouts or anything like that. So I can say that right now. Uh, like I said, I mean, I just, I just feel like y'all don't try and be grinding like we do, you know. I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, look, when y'all came over here, you know, what I'm saying when y'all are by here forcefully, you know, y'all went through generations. Okay, thank you for changing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have to say. You have to make sure. It's, uh, but anyway, so I feel like y'all just went through generations of generations, and then y'all just kind of, you know, got complacent. But you but, know, well, let but, me let me educate you, sir. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. All right, so we have we seen we all seen Thirteenth in here, right? We have. Yes, oh, 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 have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh my yeah, God! I, I haven't seen it so this man just just spitting off the wall. Let me educate you. I'm gonna just give you a quick summary, yeah, and you yeah. go back and go do ahead, your own professor. research. Go ahead, professor. All right. So first of all, professor <coughs> Christopher B. Lowe. This is Chris, by the way. So I'm gonna go ahead. Let me get my stuff together. Ladies, 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 ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so of course we're, we're we're talking about we know that we brought over here by boats, slaves, right? Yeah. Cool. Correct. We got that. So we're gonna go after slavery. All right. So the white man took <laughs> y'all. The, the white man, man, right? Yeah. So after we got our freedom from the Thirteenth Amendment, mm-hmm. thank you Abraham Lincoln to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> he still on slave though. White man created a different way to hail black people in custody. All right. Mm-hmm. That is the prisons. Let me tell you why. All right. So they create these laws first. They uh actually we're gonna we're gonna go before that. They had the movie Birth of a Nation mm-hmm. painted black people as animals, criminals, and just barbaric people. Super predator was the word used. That was later on, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you you start to so so white people already have these this mindset that black people are paying evil and are animals. So that led to lynching. So let's just let's talk about let's just start right there. So black people they get their freedom, don't know what they do. Their parents as animals and start, they start dying from lynching, all that stuff. So that's basically, open terrorism began through Jim Crow. So now we're talking about segregation. They don't have equality. They got all this stuff on their minds and they're going through all these things. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why you may think they don't hold themselves to a high standard because they've been painted in their mind that they're just nobody. So... Then mass incarceration and incarnation begin through Nixon. <laughs> so incarceration. <laughs> incarceration. Okay. Okay. incarceration. Hey, hey, hey. We okay. know what you mean. Y'all know what I mean. You know that so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. 
So that went from from then Nixon era, the prisons raised from three fifty thousand to five hundred thousand in the eighties. Mm. That just threw one man's uh, what is that? What is it called? Policies. There you go. So then, when Reagan came along, Reagan paints this picture of you know we gonna kind of kind of the same thing as as, as Trump. We're gonna make uh, America great again. So we're gonna yeah. lower taxes and the war on drugs. What drug you think he's talking about? That crack cocaine. That white girl. Crack. So crack <laughs> is a drug that is easily accessible and is very cheap. And was, I wouldn't say it was purposely into the black communities, but when it got to the black community, mm-hmm. it killed us. And it wasn't, it wasn't no accident. You can say that. All right, it wasn't no accident. Was no accident. So then mandatory sentencing was, was a policy from the uh, government. It was the same sentence as from one ounce of crack was the same as 100 ounce of powder cocaine. You want to say that again? One ounce of crack got the same sentence versus 100 ounces of powder cocaine. Mm-hmm. Black people use crack. White people use powder cocaine. So that led to more people going to jail. So let's, let's stop there. What are y'all thoughts? How do y'all think black people are doing just from... From right there. Uh, bad. Bad. It doesn't sound too good. Don't sound too good, Obi. So I'm just saying, you got all this history. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through slaves. And you're you going still got to round it together, though. No, nah, I'm not done. It's a lot more. Because he needs to know before he makes these crazy stuff going on. All right, let's go. Let's go. So from then, <clears throat> the next, oh, I think it was, uh, what's that? Who's after Reagan? Anybody know? <laughs> it was the first George Bush. It was the first George Bush. It was the first George Bush. So, yeah, let's go with that. It was, it was Mr. Bush. So, this Southern strategy came next. It's basically another word besides the N word. You can't say the N word no more because that's when around the civil rights movement started coming in and, you know, it got kind of hectic. So, they used the Southern strategies like lower taxes and we're going to protect our streets with more cops. So. That led back into that animalistic super predator bringing down the black people, mainly black men at that, into our society. So the jails went from 500,000 to 800,000 in that time span. So we're talking like wherever, wherever Reagan to Bush areas. I don't know the, uh, the, the years, but you know. Am I trying to cut you off, Chris, or wrap it up? I'm not wrapping it up. I'm going <laughs> to tell, tell you how it is because he needs to know. All right? So then... During uh, what's that? Uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Bill Clinton. That sax playing. Are you kidding me right now? He's playing the sax, bro. He's the, the sax playing. So Bill Clinton introduced this policy called three strikes and you're out. So, the sentencing and the crimes that black men were doing was weighted super heavily versus whites. So we got we got. People transporting cocaine or crack, whatever you want to call it, and they getting these 20 year sentences, 20 years to life sentences, and they have to pay, they have to uh, do 85% of their sentences. So we went from 800,000 to 2 million before the 2000 began. So what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is black people were oppressed, they was animalized, they have always had this negative picture of themselves, and not just from white, but of themselves. So when you, let's be honest, when you see a black man in the street by yourself, you automatically think, man, he probably going to rob me. Because black people in the culture, they think they think like that. They think that about other black They people. think about like that about other black people. So what I'm saying is... There's a reason for... There's a reason why you may think we're lazy, mm-hmm. we may not hold ourselves to a high standard, and we don't strive for greatness, or we're not as smart. No, no, Mike, just, that's uh, not an excuse. Nobody's making it as yeah, an excuse. That's, 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 oh, that's, oh, that's that's oh, 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 for me, I I love my black brothers all over the world. The Latin ones, all of them. You know, the ones from the other side of Africa, the ones in Asia, I love them all. But 
I'm thinking about where I'm from and why I have pride in this. Just like, man, one thing that Africans love about themselves and one thing that gives us so much value and really pushes us forward is the culture that we have. Oh, come, we brought up culture. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love this. Yeah. I got, I'm ready for this also. Yeah, no, I'm, boy, it's not just that. Because I also have a rebuttal to what you have to say. But yeah. We all know what I'm about to say. But yeah, no, no, from what you said earlier. But yeah, one thing that really gives a whole lot of pride is our culture. Okay. In my country, there's over 200 ethnic groups mm-hmm. and over 200 languages. And I'm next to another black person. Like, you see you see Sudanese people and also other people on TV all the time. And that's not the same person as I am. We have okay. different customs. We have different language. We have different rituals, all sorts of things like that. And we have such pride in those kind of things. And we share them and we love them. We live together and all that kind of stuff. And um, coming to America, we come with that same sense of self, that same mm-hmm. pride that comes from our culture, that kind of stuff that's instilled in us. And we love other black people. So what you're saying is, because since you have culture, don't jump. Y'all are better than us. Don't jump. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm right, sorry. Guys, I'm we got to wrap this stuff up. You got too long-winded, to be honest with you. What are you what, talking about? Whatever, 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 whatever. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Culture is one of the big things that Africans value a whole lot. And so whenever we come over here and we're used to the type of culture we see that diverse, mm-hmm. everything, we come over here and we see kind of how African-Americans are and... It's kind of a shock to us. It's kind of a shock to us. Like they don't share the same things we share. And I mean, a lot of that you can attribute to slavery and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's kind of shocking. Uh, I mean, Africans are already prideful. Like I would never say I'm Nigerian. I'd be offended. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm offended when you say I'm black too. Like when there's someone trying to say as my culture, because there's so much more about me. But I mean, Africans are just prideful in general. And just whenever we see someone else, and they try to put them the same as us, like that can make us feel kind of way and make us feel like. We're a little bit better. Like, don't put me at the same level. Just because y'all have culture. Yeah. Because, yeah. That's what you said. Okay. Because, okay. Because that's the whole point. All right. All right. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. So, to, in case you guys were like me and lost it, lost track about <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> what, 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 every, what I think what Obi is saying is that Africans come to America and statistically speaking, they're more successful than African Americans. Mm-hmm. Chris is saying that. African-Americans who've been brought to America have been through so much systematic institutional racism, so much oppression, so many obstacles that's prevented them from being successful. So it's not that they're genetically inferior, but their experiences in America have hindered them. And what Sam is saying is that one of the issues that one of the reasons why Africans look down on African-Americans is because they don't share that, that, that similar culture, those, those strong values of being united and I got to one another. Okay. Yeah. So black people don't have culture. Oh, yeah. and uh, is, that, is, is that what you're saying? Well, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I didn't say black people don't have culture. I just said it's just different. It's yeah, just, y'all, y'all just so aren't what like is our us. No, I'm about to tell you what like that culture us. is. No, no, no. And I'm telling you from personal experience, bro. So, I'm I mean, just yeah. saying you know. All right, Chris, what, what, is, what is, you know. is the culture? So, let's, let's, culture? okay, let's go yeah. to the music. So, what's black people music? Is it hip-hop? Is it rap? Is it R&B? Is that not a part of a culture? I'm going to just go ahead and check that off real quick. Moving on, dancing. The jitterbug. <laughs> no, I, I, the I think Sam. No, Sam no, 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 no. Sam's not saying. No, he's not no. saying African Americans. I, I want to clarify. Sam's not saying African Americans don't have culture. He's saying that the culture of Africans, meaning that the the unity, the love, the support, yeah. the affirmation, the exactly. affection, mm-hmm. that culture is not reciprocated or experienced or displayed in the African-American community. Yeah. I don't agree. Okay, so my question is that, okay, so you said that was lovely, that was beautifully worded. Of course, it's lovely. It was, it really was. So why don't y'all spread that thing? If y'all are so empowered, where's the unity at? Where's your unity with everybody? Where's it at then? That's good. Where's it at? I'm just saying. Hold go up. ahead, where, go ahead. Where is it at? You know, you talking about spreading yeah. this stuff and being one and, and yeah. empowering other people. Yeah. Oh, you still doing the same thing, just like another white yeah. man is doing. Ooh, and the crazy part is just the fact that you think that you're better man. than a black man. I'm gonna tell you something. That white man, you ain't you the same. It don't matter. At the end of the day, you, you to him, yeah. you look the same, you talk the same, you walk the same. Mm-hmm. But yet we're sitting here still fighting each other, talking about who's better, having this argument about. How Africans have a mentality that they think they're better than other African Americans, but and then you just express unity. That was lovely. That was great. That was perfect. But where's it at? Where's it? Where's that love? Yeah. So you're saying it's not extended to our black brothers over here? No. 
Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so and I, I think y'all also use our culture a lot, as in black culture. We use your culture a lot? Yeah, yeah like the hairstyle you got? Don't, babe, don't say that's not an African nothing culture. Don't say nothing about that, boy. No, are you kidding me? That's a black, part, that's a black not, culture. How is that? How? How? I got to say something, man. Even y'all's music, the beats that y'all use originally, that originated okay, that's from one. Like, so you can have it. No, 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 I don't care. It brings you right back to the motherland, son. You can have it right back to the motherland. But the hair, the style that we have, that came from the motherland too? Boy, come on. The style. Let me answer what Camille said. Oh, the nappy cut? Oh, that's easily African. No, bro. The name that came from the dag of motherland? So y'all gonna take everything black people? Twerky did. Twerky did. So the soul. So you telling me our culture is y'all culture? Yeah. It is. All right, then. So, like, why, so but, why we got to divide then? Man, look. Ooh, if y'all, oh, hey, boom, done. Done. They're done. That that camera, done. Man. They're done. Stop. Why we got to divide then? Y'all going to take everything we got. Because both of us have this lens of each other that's not complete, D-Lo. I, whenever I come over here, I feel disconnected, and I feel like I'm different, and I don't see you as a brother, and you feel the exact same way about me. Some of the same problems we deal with, we can't see from each other. Like, you talked about your oppression. You know nothing about the African oppression, D-Lo. We're not, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to say I do. People, I was gonna say people, I do. people don't know anything about the horrors of imperialism. Whenever they took y'all over, y'all dealt with slavery yeah. and a whole bunch of horrible things, yeah. but you know nothing about. So Sam. About, so about, Sam. Hold up, man. I'm not done. But, so, but I'm saying is, why can't we be united then? If you know what we're going through, that, what's, no. what, where's your point? Bilo, that's a question all of us got to get to, man. It happens from dialogue like this. So bro. you need to talk to your brother Obi then, because Obi don't be saying Africans hey, are better than black people. I, if he knows. I, 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 I'm not saying I don't deal with him, though. So my thing is, if he deals with impression, his people deal with impression. We dealt with slavery, whatever it is. If he deals with the same thing, why are we divided? Why does he have a mindset that he's African, he's better? If he dealt with the same thing, did you hear what I said earlier? This is a mindset. Did you hear what I said earlier? I said that. I said that mindset is on both sides, man. That mindset is on. It is. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think normal black people think they're better than Africans. Oh yeah, I think they do. No, it was normal black people. What? Can I? Can I? Where? That's why. That's why. No, we don't have time for a story. We don't have time for a story. African booty scratcher, come on. Yeah, yeah, man. Everybody get made fun of. What was that bull crap? It is when when I everybody knows that they don't know this, but I was a teacher in past two years in Fort Worth and Stop Six Communities, one of the most historic African-American communities in, just kidding, I'm off this, <laughs> in um, Texas, in Fort Worth. And there was a huge thing that was going on where the students, if you told them they were African, they were pissed. They would argue with you. They would yell at you. They would fight you. They felt like being African is like being some jungle bush dude off of National Geographic, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it, there was, it was such a negative connotation of being African. So I'm not saying you, mm -hmm. I'm not saying Khalil, but I do know that a lot, of, especially me, growing at, growing up with African parents, growing up Nigerian, I know that you being Nigerian, they look down upon you. Yeah. They, they call, oh, he's the African boy, the African boy, like you're lesser than. I remember, I remember in uh, World Geography when I was in uh, high school. You know, we watched these little native, native uh, videos from Africa. The, the minute, the minute uh, video came on about like some, oh some, you know, out of technology country or whatever, yeah. you know, speaking in clicks, there goes the whole classroom right. turning to me and starts screaming. Yeah, they be like, I beat you. We can spend all day talking about 
who has a saddest story, who can play the violin the loudest, but let's get down to solutions. So we've obviously realized that there is a tension, there's a separation between African-Americans and African. How do we create solutions to bridge this gap? I mean, it's simple. It's, it's with everything else. Communication and actually listening to have understanding of what every person's story is and, and bringing it together to, you know, come to some type of conclusion to have an understanding of what your struggle was and what my struggle is. Because it's not the same, but we can both understand it as, as Africans or African-Americans in this country. Because regardless, like I said, it don't matter. We can sit here and divide, which is crazy to me. We, we, we can divide each other up as black people, as Africans, as African-Americans all day long. But to everybody else, we're the same. No. It don't matter at the end of the day. But yet, we're at each other's throats. We're killing each other. We're beating each other. We're, we're stealing from one another. We're calling one another better than the other person. When we should be building businesses together, coming together, learning, educating each other. You know, you telling me what you know and what you got from your experiences. Me telling you what I know, what I got from my experiences. And combining and passing that down to our children mm. so they can teach. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. Just like, uh, just like Obi said. Like, he says people come over here, grind, make businesses. I love it. They black. I'm black. Great. I want, it to, I want them to, uh, to succeed. Yeah. But my whole thing is, just like Khalil said, his people, his Nigerian people, his African people need to teach that to the black people, the black community that been oppressed, that's been just been literally animalized. They was super predators with the, what they call. Like, that's that's a, another solution rather than, you know, I think also, like I said, I agree with Khalil with, with yeah. talking. So, yeah. yeah. So the, go ahead, Obi. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah. I feel like most of that like diversity and everything kind of just stems from our parents, you know what I'm saying? Because with our parents being the you know the first generation or whatever coming from coming from Africa to America, you know they really put a, a fine line between you know dealing with blacks and like dealing with your own people as Africans or whatever. So they kind of you know just uh, bestowed that upon us, their children, to you know kind of stay away from the bad things like black people do this bad stuff, you know Hispanics do this bad stuff and everything. So it's really our parents who put that on us. But I feel like. As far as it's been going, I feel like the second generation Africans have been, you know, trying to, you know, un unify everybody and, you know, just be a part of us. Like, we're here right now, you know what I'm saying, different cultures around this table. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, that's what we're doing right now and trying to get away from the stereotype yeah. that our parents have set from us. Yeah, man. So I think what y'all said kind of is that, man, we really need to start sharing with one another because mm -hmm. there is a separation, but we need to kind of bridge that gap and we need to start sharing with one another. I'm talking about just like what we're doing right here. Uh, and not just with conversations, but I'm talking about our lives, like our struggles, what we deal with day by day, our cultures, and what it means to us. That's what we really need to do. And I think that's something hey. Khalil and I actually share with each other, man, because Khalil and I grew up together. Um, and Khalil's from New Jersey, <laughs> Camden, New Jersey, which is the furthest thing from Khartoum, Sudan. It's a whole nother world, man. But we've grown together. We share cultures. I go to his events. He goes to my events. And we talk through these kind of things. He knows how my mother feels. And from us sharing, being friends, and having that relationship with one another, that animosity has been melted, man. This is my brother, more so than anybody else, you know, so. And just to you know, add on to what I was saying, that's what I was thinking in my mind. Um, you know, me, like I said, me and Sam had this conference to understand that my culture, what I got from just straight, just culture, if you want to, at a basic level, it came from a book, a book at that written by a white man. Mm who knows nothing about how I feel on a daily basis. So you have to understand, y'all coming into it, y'all have a solid more culture than I do, as far as just in general, besides something that us as African-Americans, you know, we made up on our own, you know, something to call it our own. You know, we, we didn't have that for a long time, and, and that was hard. You know, so, I, you know, I, I have admiration, admiration for y'all. The fact that you can you can trace your ancestral roots back to however long. I can't. I don't have that. Mm. I don't know. I don't even know where to start to Ancestry. look for that. Com? Man, that's for <laughs> white people. Let's be honest. <laughs> 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 hey, man. I got admiration for y'all too, man. Be for what y'all made it through. Uh, to be honest, you guys could have been killed off, man. But you guys, you guys, you, you guys survived. And on and that you note, something beautiful, man. we're going to all have one big hug. I'm not touching y'all. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys can hear, we're, 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 there's differences, there's division, there's animosity. But at the same time, we're all Africans 
descendants. We are all human Why beings. Why are you trying to cut this, Hafiz? We are all human beings. I thought we had 30 minutes. Uh, we definitely, we definitely had more, way more. I started late and we're at like 32 minutes. I don't believe that. So yeah, we're all, like we're all. You uh, said 32, it's 30 minutes. Yeah. Dang it. You made me lose my Hafiz point. Hafiz didn't want us to unite. We're all human beings, whether you're African, uh, African, Jamaican, Haitian, Cubano, Dominican, Cubanos. Indian, whatever David Ortiz, you're black. Whatever you are, we're still people. Yeah, we should love one another. We should support one another. We should help build one another up. I feel like this is a really Shout great conversation. As always, it's never going to be the one and Shout done. Continue people. to have this conversation. We're going to go ahead and take Shout a, take a quick commercial break. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> a quick commercial break. And then we're going to jump into the final debate of the week. We are the roommates. So we are back. We are back, man. No, what made me mad the most about that segment is literally the best part happened off the air. Like, <laughs> sorry. Once again, the best got, part. Got heated off. Yeah. I was educated. I'm not me. gonna lie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man, the best part happened. But I ain't wrong though. No. It's love. Though. It's, <laughs> it's love now. It's love now. It's, it's always love been love. Now. You know that. One love. So this is the very, very last segment. Everybody's favorite segment. My favorite segment where I take all W's. I'm still wearing a championship belt. It's kind you of, definitely lost It's kind week. of weighing heavily on my shoulder. I'm um, <laughs> So, debate of the week. This is this has been a huge one in this house for a very, very long time. Yeah, because you're crazy, Huffies. All right. No, we all deal with the B-Love. No, we do. Y'all the only ones that have different views. Can I really tell the people what it is? Go. Thank you. So, we have been debating about this issue for quite a long time, and this issue is about waiting. So, the <laughs> debate of this week is how long is it? Man, I can't, boy, you know what? Never mind, I'm not going to say it on the air. Sam is saying I'm man-spreading and getting in his way. Feminist. <laughs> feminist. He's trying to stretch that ego. <laughs> so, debate of the week is how long is too long? To wait on a person that you are interested in romantically. So to give you guys some background for that question. So that if a guy is interested in a girl, he's trying to get with her. Man, how long is too long for the dude to pursue before he should get the clue and give up? Can we get a scenario? Because it's something uh, to get. I'm, try, I'm trying to understand. Okay, I got a scenario. I got a scenario. Let's say there's a guy named Hamilton. Right. <laughs> and Hamilton liked the girl. Let's call her Ashley. Okay, so these are two white people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Why? 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 Yeah. So it's um, Hamilton likes this girl named Ashley. And Hamilton, you know, Ashley's playing hard to get. Hamilton really is digging this girl. So Hamilton said, you know what? She's super dope. I'm going to be patient with her. I'm going to spend time, get to know her, you know, Try to put a little bit of move here and there. May or may not be successful. Are you pointing at me, Khalil? <laughs> and so after a period of time, Hamilton says, man, do I, should I keep on trying? Man, or should I just give up? Like, he, he realizes he's making some leeway, but every step forward, he feels like he takes two steps back. So in that situation, this could be Hamilton. For example, if it's a girl, she should give up because it will never change a guy. But... We're talking about guys, by the way. And <laughs> Why do you have to go back to that? I know I have to go back to that. And so, so that's the question. So should that Hamilton guy, should, when, when is it too long? When, when should he give up? Or, when, or should he never give up? Should he just always keep trying and fight through to the end? No, he should always <laughs> give up. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, I wouldn't say give up. I mean, I would just say, you know. How long? How long? How long? Put, a, put a number on it. How long are you going to do Here's what do you do, that, right? Bro. Here's what you do. You, okay. Ooh, you keep going with that, right? Ahead. Talking to the mic, talking to the mic, you're talking to the mic. So you got you got your main, you know, you got the one that's That's why you always just keep a nice little side piece. So that way you ain't gotta give up, you know? I love it. And then you just once once the side piece becomes the main uh the main dish, I mean Amen. You switch the cup. I think the debate is over with. Ashley sees you uh turned up in the club with Selena, I mean hey. She don't know it's real. Alright, so let's let's say let's say Hamilton's a good guy. He has no side pieces. He doesn't like mashed potatoes. He doesn't like coleslaw. He just he just likes stuff. The thighs. He see one girl and that's it. Let's just say he he just wants one girl. He's not really interested in the rest. He's been there, done that. He's grown. He's not wasting his time. 
he doesn't want the rest of them. How long should he pursue Ashley before he should get? So her? is she like like one week on, one week off type of girl? Like like uh, man, that doesn't matter. That's it doesn't matter. In this scenario, I don't feel like it matters because I mean, I'm feeling like this thing. They can still be texting or something like that. You might not. Back in the day, I'm gonna express that. Back in the day, yeah, you had about three weeks. To for you, or you say in general for him, for me, or for you? Yeah, three weeks. Show me something like some real interest. Yeah. Then after that, you got three months so I cut you off. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, I'm confused. I'm confused. Wait, you got period. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let's say you got three weeks to show real interest. Yeah. And if you don't, I'm going to give you another three months. <laughs> no, no, no. I got what I said. I got what I said. What? Bro? Wait, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. All right. Put it like this. The first three weeks, right? That's still like a fill-out period. Y'all know each other. Yeah. You still fill okay. it out. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what That's you're like saying. a fill-out period. <laughs> like, like, you know, like showing like general interest, like I want to get to know you. Yeah. Then that then you got three, oh. two, three months. So he's saying you had to pass a three-week pretest. If you pass the pretest, then you have a three-month yeah. testing period. Well, yeah, uh, I, I mean, see what you're saying. You don't just open the playoff game. Yeah. Okay, that bull okay. crap out yeah. of there. Sam, okay. what do you say? Man, I think Bilo and I are probably very in line with one another. <laughs> oh, yes. but I but I gotta say, man, I'm guys, I'm preliminary. I'll give up on you quick. <laughs> I'll give up on you quick. Khalil said three months. <laughs> three weeks. Three three weeks preliminaries. Yeah. Three months, man. How long are you? Playing? Number one, yeah. I don't like being ignored. And <laughs> boy, that's preach. Uh, she's I, not ignoring him. I deserve some respect. Him. I was okay. ignoring him. You got one week. Give I, us a number. We're asking a question. How long is to, nice to me? She. Well, what's the point if she if she's talking to him? Yeah. And if she's showing interest, then there ain't no debate. Like you just decide when you want to date her. She has to be no, doing something wrong. Saying, listen. Yeah. But that, she hasn't really shown up yet. Yeah, maybe so maybe she's in med school. What's she friends on? So you, so so she does. She, so she's she, busy. So so you're shooting, but she's not responding. The way you so want she's ignoring. Well, not, not ignoring, but she's just, not giving you what you want. She's not, not giving, giving you that what guess. you want right now. Well, okay, that's She'll why, hang that's out here and there. That's what I'm saying. She's like. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. It's, it's not her main focus. You're yeah, not. You're not. Then don't try. That makes sense. You're not her main focus. Now that one. Bila, I quit in a week. I'm done. Less than a week. I quit in a week. Look, if, look, if you got a lot of stuff going on, why even try? That's not a yeah. debate. Don't yeah. try. I'm going to wait. I, I, will I don't want to sign up for a losing battle. That's, yeah, you're you know, taking the L from the jump. Yeah. That's not worth wait, it. Wait for her to finish and then come back. You know what I'm saying? Whatever she yeah, got. Maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. By then, you probably already found something. Yeah, because what, what's so. up? The right girl at the wrong time. What is she? The wrong, the wrong girl. girl. Amen. <laughs> Boom. Debate over with. I mean... Now I think the American people have been waiting for what Afis has to say. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> I know. I'm, you know what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm getting so sleepy. Uh-huh. So I, I, I personally believe that there's. I mean, I don't believe in the one and all that stuff, but I believe some are better than others, and I believe some are more special than others. And so I feel like when you meet that certain somebody who's really special, like I feel like. If they really are that special, it's gonna take time and work. A week, if you get her in a week, no offense, she's a toss. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't say that. We didn't if, say get, get yeah, I didn't that, say it like that you, either. You, I'm gonna say you, if you, it's a, if so it's a simple conversation in a week is a toss? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Did, did I say we if, weren't having simple conversation? If attraction is reciprocated, that's just a toss. <laughs> are you kidding me? You <laughs> oh my god. What, what you trying to take for a week to freaking like you? Are you serious? The, man, we got to find like yeah, man. interest. Sometimes you interest. Interest. <laughs> so you talk about interest. I'm, still, I'm saying you have no. I'm saying you Don't have interest already. Have you have interest. No, she but knows she, what she wants. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Anyways, if she has, if you guys, if she's interested, like she, oh, he's cool. You're like, oh, she's cool. But as a guy, you kind of know it right then. She doesn't know it at that time. You know what I mean? So my thing is, what? So how long are you gonna take her to get to know it? That's the whole question. Me personally, you don't got a time limit. I don't have a time limit. I don't have a time limit. Oh, and let okay. me tell you what. <laughs> no, no. Go, let, let me explain. Yeah, yeah, let me. Yeah, let me explain. Let me explain. No, no. This, this is real, man. I'm kind of like Ash Ketchum, man. Oh. I travel far and wide. <laughs> That's a Pokemon reference. <laughs> I travel. I travel far and wide. I see. I've seen many things. Oh. And it is some. Sometimes you just meet somebody who's just 
who's amazing. Oh, that mystery Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, that, mm. that, that, that Missingo. <laughs> if, 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 if you really know the game, that, that, that Articuno. Mewtwo, that Mewtwo. But so, the legendary. I bet that thing had, didn't get to choose you, though. <laughs> so, I just, I just think when you find that kind of person, like, why not? My biggest thing is, why not shoot? Yeah. Why not shoot? And, and what I've always talked about is not like having a side chick like uh, Ovi was talking about, but kind of in a sense, you're always back. open to other things. Exactly. Dad, boy, I let you talk. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you're always open to other things, but I feel like there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm going to continue to pursue and see whatever happens. If I get over her, then I get over her. You feel me? But I'm not talking about putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Da, da 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 I'm just saying, yeah, you can talk to her, and then you can talk to other people, but there's nothing wrong with continuing to talk to her if you really, really want it. So you're going to be so, waiting so for a long time. That's but guess what? That's what I'm saying. That's basically what he's saying. But, no, but the thing is, he, he's going to wait. If she's never interested, he's just going to wait forever. But what did I say? He's I gonna, said you can, you're open to other people as well. Yeah, he's open. But you know, if you, you, literally, you said if she's the main focus, basically, you're not even really interested in the other girl. Yeah. Let's be honest. They just occupy no, they just I, occupying if your another time. girl comes by that's doper than her, then you meet with the other girl. But if if I'm if I'm being if I'm being, so you're not even really trying to shit. Listen, 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 listen. If if you're interested in girl A and you meet girl B, C, D, E, and all of them are kind of God, they're damn. average, right? And girl A is awesome. You will kind of give B, C, D, and E time, but they're not really interested to you because they're just average. But if you meet another girl, girl H, Hafiza, who's awesome, then you will talk to her. But if the rest of them are just, uh, then you can still talk to the other ones. You know, I'm not saying you can't, but if she's not that interesting than the first one, then why would you pursue the other ones? Listen, man, that's how you get trapped. Hey, man. That's how you fall in love and get trapped for the rest of your life. Nah, and it leads to, it leads to pain, it leads to depression, mm. oppression, all the oppressions in the world. That's where it leads to. Man, I can't wait, because you're going to be the second one to get knocked down. <laughs> Who, me? Like, somebody get, get a girlfriend? Nah, bro, Marriage? Oh, I'm not worried about that yeah, right now. And you could have taken that to throw him under the bus. Oh. But you didn't. Yeah, I did. You, you just took the high let's, road. I did. So let's stay focused. So we're all saying, what? <laughs> she don't show no interest. I'm done. Boom. Nada. Because Hafiz, Hafiz, Hafiz. I got a question that's for Hafiz. Yes. Do you think you're worthy of attention? Yes. You daggum right you do. Yes. And she ain't showing. So she's not really showing you that. She just kind of, I'm keeping my back pocket. That's where you want to be? In the back my, pocket? Answer my question. No, no. Answer, answer my question. No, no, no. Answer my question. Do you like being in the back pocket? No, but my question is this. I'm done. If, if my question to you is this, Chris. If you're really worthy and she's a really good person, will she eventually find out? No. Because if she's not interested, no. she won't. No. I think okay. that's something you should try, though. If she's not interested, is, man, go the friend route. There it is. Man. Just be friends. No, I'm saying you are friends. Just be friends. I'm saying you are friends. But you still got to let that other stuff go then. Yeah. Yeah, just be friends. Yeah, I'm not, That's ladies, 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 she's ladies, not ladies, 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 back, ladies, just be ladies. friends. Look, if I don't, see, if I feel like you're not interested, I'm done. Less in, in a week. week. Yeah, if if you don't show me interest. No, I'm saying you're getting interest, but where you're trying to take I'm not, look, okay, if you're talking about a girl that's in middle school that got stuff going on, I'm not even going to try. I'm not saying she's busy, Chris. I'm just saying, let's say you're trying to take it to another level. And let's, let's call it, because I want to, I, I wouldn't want to call it friend zone. Okay. But. She's not interested in dating you right then and there. Gone. Okay. I'm not waiting. Okay. If I shoot it, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to put you in my back pocket just in case. No, I'm not talking about back pocket either. That's, that is the same thing. Saying, what are you talking about? He's just saying that she's not ready to commit. That's all, I mean, that's all you're saying. So, bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. So, yeah. bye. So, bye. So, bye. So, bye. Commit. That's what I'm asking. That's what he's saying. I'm gone. I'm not committing. I'm not all waiting. Right. Well, they said one week. I said three. I'm not waiting. <laughs> She's not going to change her mind in a week. She's not going to change her mind in three weeks. I'm gone. Okay, Boom. Man. I'm in the sorry. store. That's not bad. I say it's situational. Yeah. Obi, what do you. What do you I mean, that's that's kind of hard, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, it, it could be a week, but it could be some months. It really just depends. No, it could be some years. Uh, no, nah, I'll never wait a year on nobody. That's never, right. never that. I could, never we can come back later, though. Never that. We can revisit in a few months. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to wait around. No, I'm sorry. Time out. No, no. I, if, it's, if it's just circumstantial, we just run it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm I'm saying. Saying. okay. No, okay. I hate that. 
You got one time. <laughs> well, cuz you got one time. Hey, you got, listen, one, you got one chance. You got one time. Hey, is she good? I don't believe give her another time. <laughs> no, no, hey, man. Bro, bro. no. Look, if you if no. you come reshoot, no, I'm talking about work for you it. ain't show no interest, <laughs> and if you try to come back around, you have to work for it. You have to work for it. Bye bye. You have to work for it. You ain't getting that easy. <laughs> you pay for the first daggum date. Oh, <laughs> lady, lady, if you shut me down a long time ago, if you want me again, you gonna pay for the first date. Mind you, I'm going to be that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. All right. So, everybody got, I think that was really good insight. Everybody got different times. Everybody got different opinions on that. I think Stay out the back pocket, fellas. Always have a side. Amen. <laughs> so Just I, date. So same side. It's called date. <laughs> All right. So, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, this we is something y'all ladies. Sorry. That's just a real opinion. Sam, you literally cannot multitask. You can't. <laughs> like, bro, Sam you cannot. Know I can't multitask. I know. I just, know I just did the closing, and you missed it. Oh, my bad. Retro. <laughs> so, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is Hafiz. Oh, this is Sam. And this is the star of the show, Chris. And this is Khalil. And Obi. You know, Quentin. And we are the roommates, and we are on the Conduit Podcast Network. On our podcast, you can come, say, or believe whatever you want. But you better come correct or else you're going to get exposed. We want to say thank you to all of our loyal fans. Please continue sending us email. We appreciate all your comments and messages. You can listen to the full podcast and follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. And also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Shout out to everybody in Bangladesh, India. You can search us under the Roommate Podcast. We appreciate you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. And we're out of here.